Prince Remembered from The Current. So I've been thinking a lot about the first time I ever heard uh, the Sign of the Times album. It was a double cassette and like a really big like package that you got. I remember putting it into uh, the cassette player in my parents' like dining room, closing the cassette player and listening through it, and then getting to the last song on the first side, which was called uh, The Ballad of Dorothy Parker. It's this like sparse, funky, kind of like meandering uh, song. And in the uh, like almost all the way through the song, or part of the part of the way through the song, uh, he mentions Joni Mitchell for a second, and I'd never heard of Joni before, but it set me on this path of like finding her, and I think one of the things that I just really always admired about Prince's mind is that he took all these things that he loved, all this pop music and all this soul music, all this funk music, all this R and B music, all this rock music and combined it in unique and rare and interesting ways. And I just remember the, I can think of now, and maybe I, I realized it at the time, but, uh, I, but I can think of the moment now where I, I, I'm looking at the tape spinning in the tape deck hmm. and hearing that, hearing that and, and knowing that he, now knowing that he pulled all these influences together in his music and put them out into the world, and people followed paths from the work that he did. Adam, stay on the line, but we do have the ballad of uh, Dorothy Parker here, so let's hear that. Someone with a quicker whip than mine was fast. So Adam, as you're hearing that, can you see the, the wheels on the cassette tape spinning? Is the memory right there in your head? Absolutely, and as the song ends and it reaches the end of the cassette, uh, like how the cassette automatically clicks off, uh, <laughs> that's not an experience that I have listening to music anymore. Uh, I've gotten back into vinyl and, you know, and, and I know what it's like to watch a record end, but like that listening to a cassette and having it like click off at the end, I can, I, I know what that feels like at the end of the song. Can I, I can out, still, I can still recall that. Can I, um, Adam, I know you and can I out your past with Prince here on the radio? Yeah, yeah, I, I can't, I feel like I can't stop you now, Tom. <laughs> Adam was on stage last night during... Purple Rain. He was one of the performers who didn't do, he, he didn't have a solo, but at the end, a few extras who were in the crowd Aww. came up. And Adam, his last name is Robinson, he spent years touring with a Prince cover band. Wow. I think, I, uh, Tom, I believe we prefer to refer to it as a Prince tribute band. A Prince <laughs> tribute band. <laughs> yeah, called Shockadelica back a million years ago. You traveled uh, the world, actually. I think you went to Europe as well. And I, you mentioned this, you had this beautiful imagery of the song and the imagery, but now take us into playing. You played Prince music for a job. Yeah, uh, um, it, it was... Uh, uh, it started, it was my first real road band, uh, the first time I ever got to play, you know, kind of consistently in front of people and uh, uh, make a meager living doing it. Uh, and, you know, I grew up a huge Prince fan, so when I got asked to be in this band, I jumped at the, I jumped at the opportunity. I, I wouldn't have passed it up for the world. And uh, then it was like, it went from, you know, being a fan and learning how to strum his songs on a guitar, or play them on bass, to like really having to learn them, the band leader that... I worked with was really, you know, insistent that we play the songs right and, you know, do give them their, you know, give them the respect that his, his art, art deserved. And so we worked really, really hard. And uh, the thing that I realized in that is that 
man, those are, they were tough charts, and they were hard <laughs> songs to learn. And yeah. uh, he surrounded himself with amazing, amazing musicians uh, when he was playing live and in the studio. And the thing that, I mean, people have talked about this, but the thing that, that is amazing about, one of the numerous things that's amazing about him is that uh, he's better on any instrument than most people are at anything in their life, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he is better on bass than every almost every other bass player he's better on guitar than almost every other guitar player better on keyboards he's a great drummer like uh but then when he would play these songs live he would surround himself with some of the world's greatest musicians uh and uh and 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 they would help power that music forward so yeah. uh playing you know playing in in, in bars and clubs with a prince tribute band you know uh i I, I would never compare my experience to actually playing with them, but you know, learning those songs and and getting to be a part of that was you know a small part of, of how his music got out into the world was a really really amazing thing. Could you hit the shriek at the end of Kiss? No, fortunately, that wasn't my job. <laughs> There's another there, there another guy in the band who, who had that role. Uh, uh, but yeah, that, yeah, I'm really glad I never had to hit the shriek. Uh, Andrea was nodding along about the, the just the talent on every instrument. Oh yeah, someone uh, tweeted just a screen grab of all the credits on Prince's debut record, which he performed it and sang every single part that you're hearing and it was like 20 different things that he had contributed to this one record that just is prince rogers nelson prince rogers nelson over and over again and he you know you listen to that record and you can't even fathom how only one man created it 